Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, hey, welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. It's July, everybody. Welcome to July. Um, yesterday, we were patriotic as fuck uh, and uh, celebrating my niece's birthday because that's the only important thing that happens on July 4th. Um, yes. And uh, we are also starting our month of the of uh, summer loving. And this week's episode is going to be a hate fest on me. I'm preparing you all now. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> Just oh, a hey, totally really? dear wife, but the theme was, and it's like, that's got Brian written all over it. And I'm like, well, and so <laughs> when I came up with this idea for this theme, originally I was thinking we were doing like the old school, like romance comics, like the Jack Kirby stuff and things like that. And that was none of what we picked. Um, so I almost thought about doing like an old school week, the, the month after, but we have a different theme for that right now. Uh, but yeah, so this week we are reading Trouble by Mark Millar. Uh, we are, oh, sorry. That is Adam. That Hi. is Lena. That is Todd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's uh, also a very much more important day in July coming up that we have not discussed yet. What's that? After Pie and beer day. That's there. But yeah. the most important day in July is the yeah. fact that my sweet mother was born on July 6th. Oh, lovely. Oh. Yeah. Well, so happy yeah. birthday to your mom tomorrow. As this, after Yeah, and this is her last year of being in her 60s. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she, she hits the big 7-0 next year. Your mom's a hey, baby. I realized, Brian, that yeah. I am closer to 60 than I am to 19. That's yes. fucking terrible. I kind of hate <laughs> you right now. Um, well, that's, I mean, technically that's all of us, so. I've been having that moment recently where, like, I always kind of thought I was young or whatever. And then, I, like, people start calling me, so I'm like, fuck, I am almost, like, the definition of middle-aged. Like, what the fuck are, happened you, there? Yes! Yes, yeah. Ryan, yes. you are. <laughs> the definition I, of middle-aged. I have a childish job. Missing, These things sneak up on me. Is your Mustang convertible? I've thought about it. I really have put some honest thought into oh, it. That's the only thing you're missing. I know, I know. Or did you just read this book one too many times? Okay, so here's the thing. Um... I had not read this book before. I was aware of this book, and I think, Todd, we had discussed this earlier. Somewhere along the line, at a con or something like that, we yeah. had heard about this book by being of being notorious of some kind. Um, and I sort yeah. of briefly heard the reference to the plot, and so I bought it. And I haven't read it since then. Todd had read it beforehand, so he had to read it a second time. So Todd was a little aware of what we were getting into. But I warned you last week. Or I know you last, did. Yeah. I know you did. And, and, and I will say, in some ways, it was worse than I expected. And in some ways, it was not as bad as I expected. Uh, but we will get into that. So, yeah, this is uh, Trouble by Mark Millar. Uh, Miller. 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 Drink, fucker. I fuck. Um, yeah. Hey, anyway. there's that drop again. I know, right? We can put uh, that in the theme song. <laughs> that should be my ringtone for Todd, because I have ringtones for all of you. Yeah, but didn't you say you would get in trouble for that one? Yeah, I mean, that one's hard. I, ha- I already have, like, everyone swearing. Just fucker's a hard one for me if it goes off at work. So, uh, right. Or, in, you know, around religious relatives. Wait, wait, wait. Let's try this again. Yeah. Drink, Felcher. Not better. Not better. Not better. <laughs> I mean, fewer people will know what felching is, but... But it's yeah. horrendously awful. And, Elena, if you don't know, I'm so don't happy ask. for you. Don't ask. I'm She's happy ignoring you ignoring you anyway. She, it, I if know. you must, Google with, like... No, 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 I'm good. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so, fun story with that. So, the first time we ever got internet... Oh, dear God, where's this going? No, no, no. It revolves around safe search, not felching. <laughs> no, so when I was a kid and we finally got the internet, it was dial-up. And so my dad had wanted to sign up for something called Integrity Online, which is like the, it's like a built-in like mom and dad kind of filter thing. Yeah. Right. And of course they couldn't set it up. 
So yeah. I had to set it up for them and put it through a proxy server. So I'd be on there like on like GameSpot looking for stuff about Mortal Kombat and it would block the site. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck this. So I went ahead and signed up for Net, Net Zero back when Net Zero was a thing. Yeah. And it completely overrode it so that when I went online, I was on Net Zero. Mm-hmm. And then I would go ahead and redo everything so that when they were online, they were on Integrity Online. And no yes. one, and to this day, they don't know. They uh, only uh, knew uh, because my mom was on my computer and all of a sudden I hear, Adam, Adam, Adam. I'm like, oh my God, what? So I go in there. And there's hardcore gay porn playing on the screen. <laughs> I didn't know there wasn't porn mode back then. And I didn't know about clearing your history. She's like, Adam, Adam, what is this? And I hadn't come out either. I'm like, oh, mom, that's a pop-up virus. It's, oh, my God, there. Let me go ahead and fix the computer. And she's yeah. like, oh, my God, how would that show up there? I'm like, well, it's a virus that attacks the computer and wants you to give them money. She's like, did you give them money? I'm like, well, no, it's a virus. She's like, oh, okay. And then, you know, two years later came out and she put two and two together. And like, <laughs> yeah. So when I moved back to my parents' house after being out, like one of the rules was I can't look at porn on the internet. I'm like, well, I'm going to, so I deal with it. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of porn on the internet, uh, Adam, what is your uh, cocktail for this week? Uh, so <laughs> my cocktail is just called Who Gives a Fuck? <laughs> uh, you take uh, ice filled shaker, you add an ounce of crown, an ounce of peach schnapps, an ounce of cranberry juice. You shake the shit out of it, you strain into a shot glass, and then you shoot it and keep making them until you forget about this book. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Lena, with that knowing thought, obviously you had a drinking game to get yourself through this book. What is your drinking game rule for this week? Misogyny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. That's the yeah. game. <laughs> Just yeah. small sips. It's it's so it's just it's bad. And I don't know anything about this writer, but he did kick ass. He he's and a very hit or miss writer. He's either good or fucking awful. He has like he he swings through the fences every time, and sometimes it's a home run, and sometimes he strikes out bad. Well, I think um, it's funny that we're doing this now because Netflix is releasing or it has released at the time this comes out. Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. And uh-huh. I watched the trailer for it and I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it's it's getting like either like you love or hate it. I'm actually in the middle of uh, Invincible, the animated series on uh, yeah. Amazon. And actually, Brian, I texted you last night because I was yeah. watching it and like they made a Jeff Lemire reference about Underwater Welder, and I was like, ooh, yeah. I was like the, the meme. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know yeah. that. I know that. <laughs> I get that reference. Uh, speaking of that reference, Todd, what is your drinking game rule? Scooby-Doo. There is a point in the book where May is like, don't laugh at me, but I want to buy a van like in Scooby-Doo, and the guy yeah. laughs at her. And from that point on, every time you're going, I reading this, and I could be reading Scooby-Doo. <laughs> ah. In a van down by the river. In a van, in a van down, down by, the, down by river. the river. Yeah. Take a drink. Why well, aren't I reading Scooby-Doo? Uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, let's fucking feel bad every time someone has sex. Oh, nice. Mine is similar. Mine is called Badoink. Every time they awkwardly try to talk about sex without saying it directly or say it in a very clumsy fashion, uh, take a drink, which I felt was the case. So... Yeah, there's a lot of bedoinking. There's a lot of bedoinking. Basically, the general gist of this book, so that you don't have to read it at home, and mm-hmm. yes, um, is this is a pseudo. Well, the intention of this book was they wanted to try to relaunch um, romance comics, and they decided, hey, why not do a backstory of Aunt May when she was a kid? And so the way this Wait, is, what? Yeah, that's yeah. literally. I, this, this, is literally this, is, this is Peter, the little kid Peter at the yeah. end. It's Peter Parker. That's Peter Parker. May is Aunt what? May, yeah. and, yeah. and Mary is Peter Parker's mom. 
Yeah. No, because I didn't give a shit about this book and didn't do yeah. research afterwards. No, and so yeah, yeah, Ben, no, no, ben is his uncle Ben. Um, oh, yeah, Jesus. Like, Titty fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what this is. So, yeah. That's what this is. So, the idea was basically to set up the fact that Aunt May is actually Peter's mother, and his mother was, you know, basically covering for May um, and being, you know, and basically raising her, him as her own. And then when she dies, basically, May gets her child back, but keeps the secret from everybody because she'd also lied to Ben at the same time. Because May likes the brothers. Yes. This is so stupid. It just made me lower my grade again. I, yeah. Well, ben dicked, right? I just thought, like, it was the brothers Ben and Richard, and everything I'm saying is, like, Ben dicked. Ben dicked. Just keeps going through my head. She's um, Ben dicked. Ben. Oh. <laughs> <As we haven't. laughs> um, so, let the hate begin. Lena, what are your thoughts? What the fuck was this? <laughs> this, I... this was a, yeah, Less this was a book me. I had on my shelf that I wanted to read, and I was like, fuck it, let's Here try Here we go. <laughs> so, I read it really fast. So uh-huh. um, I didn't read it until this morning. Actually, right. Adam read it and then texted me and was like, have you, dead, have you read this? <laughs> and I yeah. was like, no, I haven't read it yet. And he's like, well, you tell me when you read it because I have, th- I want to know what you think. <laughs> yes, and I was right because you had thoughts too. <laughs> oh, oh, I oh you did. Well, Adam yeah. said that to me and he's like, Lena hasn't read it yet. I'm like, she should turn on her webcam and we should record her reading this book. <laughs> That would just be the episode. It would just be like Lena reacts to this book. I I had to put it down. When she runs off and she has to run away because the only way to deal with it because she has an unwanted pregnancy is to run away and somehow she ends up hitchhiking and then staying with the guy, which I was yeah. a little confused by. Is it Pablo? Paolo? Paolo. I don't know. Paolo. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm going that way too or whatever. And then she ends up staying with him where she has to like, she deals with him beating her and taking care of him and dealing with all his little cronies. And I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? Like, yeah. how did we go from, and don't get me wrong, the whole premise of two very Christian girls girls going away for the summer by themselves one is like oh i'm gonna be good and the other one's like fuck this i'm doing it it's not surprising to me because no. and i even said it to aaron like, so i started reading it and then we had to go to she's talking about sasquatch watch oh okay cool i just don't know who's aaron I know, I was confused too. Like, so I started reading it and then we had to leave to go to uh get my tire fixed. So I read the re- I read most of the rest of it, or actually I fin- I think I finished it when I was at the at discount tire in Denver, just like waiting for my tire to get fixed. And that was to go on your road trip, right? To the Hamptons. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I was, and so I, while I was reading this, I had said to Air, I had said to Sasquatch, I was like, you know, I don't understand. At first off, I forgot that we were reading Summer Lovin', and I was like, this isn't a gay book. What is going on here? Because I, yes, I'm awesome. And so I forget the things. And um, and then he, he was like, well, what is it about? And I was like, two Christian girls. One who's like being good and one that's super hoey. And I don't really understand what the hell. I was like, I was like one Christian girl that decided that like, I'm away from home and I'm going to fuck everything that moves. Compare, you know, and then one girl that's decided like, no, I'm going to be good and wait. Although as soon as she realizes that she, like the like palm reader woman was wrong or whatever, she then went and go boinked her boyfriend. So and I have thoughts on that particular topic right there, but anyway. But the whole thing was just a 
fucking mess. The fact that they, the guys just like, everything. There's no one to root for. Everything was okay. It was so problematic, but everything was okay until she got pregnant. And as soon as she found out that she was pregnant, well, first off, her cheating on the boyfriend, uh, on Ben with the brother. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then they said that he was like in and out of the hospital. And apparently it was because he kept getting beat up, I guess, was the yeah. big thing. Um, he got the shit kicked out of him a lot. Well, he apparently got the sperm kicked out of him. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, why are you using condoms if you're in a committed relationship and you can't get her pregnant? Am uh, I, STDs, man. I guess, but at that point... There weren't any STDs in the 60s, duh. No, it's oh. not even that. I mean, I guess for my whole thing is that she came off like a virgin. Because like she, even in her diary mm-hmm. entry at the beginning. And I mean, maybe he did, but like, I don't know. I just, it would just seem strange that he was like, well, I've got this box of condoms. And it's like, okay, you're not going out and bopping every girl in the place. You're literally ha- like with this one chick. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. He's sterile, which whatever. And she ends up having, and then the whole thing where at the end, she gives the friend, her best friend, the baby. She, the best friend then goes back to the old, to the younger brother, Richie, and is like, this is ours. And da, 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 da. And I didn't realize that they were, that May and Ben, like, I didn't real I didn't know about the whole Peter Parker thing until after I read it. So they really, they really uh, hid that one fairly well in this <laughs> so you didn't really know what the hell was going on. But with that said, um, did we really need to know that Aunt May was his mother aunt? Like, I don't understand. Like, this just feels yeah. very, I don't know. And then the whole, I just didn't like this. It it left a really, it made me really angry at the end where it was like, she was this shunned person and everybody kind of hushly knew what was going on. Or the fact that she's like, I went back to my parents and they were just so grateful that no, that I was empty-handed it's just like what the hell kind of family is this like i don't understand all of these pieces and it just <clears throat> and apparently it's set in the 70s although it felt like it was set in the 60s not really the se- i guess like yeah kind of that like, 69 70 uh, yeah, 71 kind of thing summer of and um but like i just i don't know the dialogue was really shitty and the way that they talked and the way that the, uh, the whole premise of everything was just I what I told Adam was it's misogyny at its finest like it is just you know and the guys have no there's no repercussion for the men nothing happened like the guys that talk shit that talk shit on her and how you know she was some slut or whatever that fat ass kid that was talking shit nothing happened to him which isn't surprising because usually fat rich kids nothing happened to them anyway so it's fine that's true I knew plenty of kids growing up in Connecticut who had, you know, quite a fucking attitude when, especially, you know, young kids that think they, you know, look, oh, I'm so much better than you. And it's like, shut the fuck up. That's so most of like, the state of Connecticut from my experience. That's yeah, pretty that's much. California too. <laughs> California's not nearly as bad as Connecticut. I'll be honest. No, I grew up there. Is, trust me. <laughs> Connecticut is be- like, is someone who was born in another state and moved there in the midst of that adolescent, like everything. Connecticut is fucking terrible, especially Fairfield County, which is the county closest to um, 
New York, they're terrible, terrible people. And, um, <laughs> and that's why when my parents were like halfway through my high school time, they were like, well, we could stay and you could finish high school or we could move. And I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> I, and don't get me wrong. There are parts of Connecticut. I love the city, this, like the city my parents live in right now, where I lived in before was great, but that's, but this, but them being in the Hamptons, it is almost fucking identical. The, the, the mentality, the way everybody is, the way everything was set. I was just like, God, fuck these people. The one part of this I did laugh at, and I, I actually did like, was when the, the head guy, Mr. Shelby. Oh yeah. yeah, This one. Yeah. And he was like bitching about something with the kids. And she's like, well, if you spent more time thinking about our sex life instead of theirs, maybe do you actually smile once in a while? And that (laughs) shit cracked me up. Uh, But beyond that, because you could just tell that she was like, I'm in this loveless marriage. I'm only here because we make a lot of money doing this and I get to, you know, boss people around and everything. But like she needed to get laid. (laughs) Her husband was more worried about stopping teenagers from screwing than worrying about his wife, but to each their own. But yeah, that was the only part of this book I actually really liked was when she made that comment. I'm really glad you, you enjoyed one frame out of 120 pages. Oh my God. I, well, first off, I started reading and then I like looked and I was like, how many pages is this? And I was like, oh God, thank no. God it's not that long. Five issues. Like, it felt so long. <sighs> I, well, yeah. first off, I started skimming towards the end because she, as she started writing in her diary again, I was like, I don't fucking care. I don't. And then it got to the point where she sees Mary and I was like, okay, now we can talk again. I was like, but I, I'm like, I don't, I don't need to read how, you know, she got pregnant and she made all these mistakes. And I'm, I'm like, this is just, this is like an after school special from the fucking, like, like an after school special from the seventies where you're like, no one, this doesn't actually happen. Shut the fuck up. And if it does, it's like, she was already living in some white trash neighborhood or what, you know what I mean? Like it was a, it's a different mentality she doesn't come from a good family. And then this mistake happens and don't get me wrong. There was shit that happened, but like she could have easily gotten an abortion or had the kid and given it up for adoption. Like the fact that she's like, the only thing that I can do is run away. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I think part of that is a weakness in the writing where, like, it was sort of trying to set with that old mentality, uh, you know, of the 50s and the 60s of, like, the the hushed, you know, talking about, um, you know, those secret things. Like, my great-grandmother had a quote that I didn't realize how funny it was until I was much older, which she said, um, the second child takes nine months, or so goes, the first child can come at any time, the rest take nine months, um, which my sweet Mormon grandmother, basically saying everyone fucks before they get married, shocked the hell out of me once I realized what she was saying. But it's hilarious. Um, yeah, but it's true. <laughs> it is very true, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I think for me was particularly an issue was you have this girl who is devoutly religious to a certain extent, yet she's uh-huh. believing what a palm reader tells her more oh, highly God. than anything else. It was like, if she had, like, it was a moral reason, I could at least understand that from a character standpoint. This weird, like, palm reader thing was this unnecessary hat on a hat that doesn't make any fucking sense and doesn't really help anything. You know what I mean? Well, I know people in my life yes. without naming any names. Oh, well, yes, of course. I'm, yeah. That this absolutely makes sense. And what I can yeah. also see, if I'm going to back up a little bit here, is this was written by Mark Miller. He is a mm-hmm. Scotsman. Yes. 
who, by all accounts, was a guy that's like bursting with energy. This is one of the guy architects of the Ultimates line and uh-huh. everything else, and he was a writing machine. And Brian had brought up, I was like, oh, Marvel wanted to do a romance line. I can just imagine an editorial and whatnot. I was like, hey, we need someone to do a romance book. And Mark going, fuck, I'll do it. Yeah. And so you've got the Scotsman going, I'm going to write the 60s in the Hamptons, and I'm a Scotsman, and I know what I'm going to do. This yeah, is it, what they're going to be like. It felt like, like I've seen Dirty Dancing five million times. I'm going to put May Parker in that, and it's going to be awesome. That is Except, what this is. But <laughs> yeah. that's not what this is. Oh, I know. Okay. This is, <laughs> this is like, there is nothing romantic. There is nothing, like, the characters weren't fleshed out where you really believed anything. Because truth be sure. told, half the time I was like, I'm waiting for Richie to, like, screw Mary and then move on to someone else or the fact that oh that's he was just waiting for her to be like yeah okay we can have sex now the fact that he slept with May behind her back while being so being like I care about you I love you and blah blah blah, blah. he all he wanted to do was get laid so there's no romance this really yeah. isn't romantic none of this no. is 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 this isn't this is summer loving by a lot of me if you're talking sex but like yeah. sure. there's no romance in this like nothing in this book is romantic at least in Dirty Dancing, there there does seem to be some like mature feelings. Whether uh-huh. it be Johnny for Penny, even though they're not together, he stands by her when shit it falls apart. He, you know, with bent with baby in hand, like there's romance that happened there. Sure. It's like he he totally missed the whole point. <laughs> So, what would this book have been like if it, instead of being written from May's point of view, it was written from, like, Ben or Richards? I don't think it would have been better. Um, Well, it's an interesting thing because it's being written by a guy, and I don't know Mark personally, he seems to be a fine lad, but it's it's someone that really seems like he raised his hand in the editorial way, hey, I'll write that, I've never done this shit before, but how hard can it be? Well, it it also felt a little bit like, (laughs) hey, I'm gonna, like, if you write it as a guy who really wants sex, that's a cliche that everyone's mm-hmm. read five million times or seen five million times. If you actually have the women want to actually have sex, that at the time might have felt more liberating and, you know, unique of a perspective, which the thing Shock is... Shock women get horny? Yeah, but there's just, there's okay. not enough... You. There's not enough personality what? behind any of it to really make it work, I think. I think that's part of the problem. It's like, there's not enough character development to put the I also hated it was Mary it. and May. Yeah. A, super confusing. Now I get it, because every third person's named Mary. Yeah. But at the same time, May was already like, all right, I'm going to write about May. Let's come up with another person named Mary. Yeah. And could they have grown up in a household where all the kids were M-words? Sure. But if you had that choice as a writer, why? Well, Why'd here's the thing. Um, there, I mean, I think part of that is is because of the Spider-Man mythos that he's putting everything on. So he has sure. that there. The problem I have is that everyone looks so fucking similar. When she starts having the affair with the brother, I had to uh-huh. go back a couple pages and look at it and be like, "Wait, is this? Oh, the they are guy? sisters. Uh, oh, oh, no, I did that. Yeah, I did that a multiple. It was like times. the okay. Is this the brother with the dark brown hair? No, that's her real boyfriend. So this is the other guy. Oh, okay, so th- she's cheating on her boyfriend. Okay, got it. Like that. It wasn't. They might as be thinking the same thing. Who am I? sleeping with doesn't matter i'm just having a good time yeah uh but like I don't know. I, the only thing I can say for this that I was concerned about, that it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, is I thought it would be super slut shamey. It's not great, but it's not as uh, horrible as I was expecting, which, you know what I mean? She, 
May didn't handle it well. No, and, and there is a certain, like, old mentality bias on it, but it's not as much of a moral story as it maybe could have been in in clumsy hands. Um, I'm trying to say that the best possible way of, like, and I guess saying it's not as bad as I expected is sort of one of the things you say when you go to a friend of yours play that's absolutely fucking terrible. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that show was really something. Uh, you know, like, that was sort of what I got out the of it. The closest thing I can say is, so, like, the most quote-unquote extreme horror movie of all time is known as the... It's called Serbian Film. It's, like, renowned and for being banned in X number of countries. And, like, the the guy who wrote directed it, it's like, oh, it's about, like, the rape of the Serbian people by, you know, different governments, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so... Our friend Brooks and I, friend Brooks and I, we, we he got like a bootleg, so we dare each other to watch it together one day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of offensive bullshit in that. Like it's it's gross. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into details, but it's like really you 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 went there. But at the same time, it was so goddamn boring. Like the only time we reacted was at the very end where something happened that was so stupid, we just laughed because I was like, Oh my god, that's what? Yeah. And at the end of it all, we we kind of sat there and we're like, so there's all this buildup around it. And then it's like, oh, it wasn't that shocking. It was just it was so boring. Like the half the time I was like, Is it done yet? Is it done yet? Oh shit, this movie's an hour and a half and it's already been like twenty minutes. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it kind of falls in that line where it's like, Oh I my god, look at this. It's yeah. no dust boot. Oh my god. Fuck that show. Uh, but um, I think you're right, though, Adam. This is very much a, a mediocre book that is is hanging its sails on the controversy that will inevitably come from, you know, people saying, sweet May Parker, Peter's, uh, you know, lovely aunt who is, uh, you know, always taking care of him, whatever. She turned out to be a hoe, and she was also Spider-Man's actual mom. Like, that controversy, just to, you know, get the fanboys riled up, I think that's what they're counting on selling stuff for, and I think the execution otherwise is not. Great. No, it's not great. And at the same time, it's like Aunt May is um I hope she didn't get like celibate from this at the same time, right? That's yeah. a long time to live without yeah. that. Well, I mean she so, did end up marrying Ben in theory, you know what I mean? So well, Uncle Ben, sure. Uncle Ben, who you know yeah, which you have uh, Uncle yeah. Ben, but yeah, and then Ben Richard, no one cared. And by matter. the way, with that, if you're going off that whole Spider-Man mythos bullshit, mm-hmm. why right. the fuck would Ben get back with her? Like, I don't think he was aware of what was fucking going on. Uh, he was that clueless. I don't Maybe. know. Well, first off, intentionally so. Sometimes people are intentionally clueless. Like if I don't ask, then I'll never know, and I don't want to know. Oh, you're talking about the reason I got married. Anyway, Lana, you were hey. saying. <laughs> I commiserate. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, is that he knew that she was cheating. She knew that he knew that she cheated. I guess his brother. I commiserate. So (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like, you know, why would you? I don't understand. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I I mean, again, to each their own, whatever. But like the the whole thing around it, just I don't know. the whole, I guess I'm pissed off at the fact that, that, that they're trying to make this whole thing where Peter Parker's mother aunt, like, I just can't. Yeah. That's just, it was unnecessary to, like, you want to make this story, have at it, but like, I don't know why you got to bring it into Spider-Man. Like, just leave leave that shit alone. And I think they did that, I honest to God, I think they bet, I bet you they changed the fucking names just to, like, say that that's what it is, or that was, I just I can't imagine this was like the 
meet like the initial goal of this. And if it was, fuck him. Uh, this is terrible. Totally was. This I could totally see Mark Wing. Dude, I'll write a romance book. I'll go without me and I'll make man at me a hoe. This will be great. Ugh. I don't know. The whole thing about sleeping with someone else's brother just reminded me of when Cole Sprouse, who's in Riverdale, his twin brother's nudes got leaked. And so he's like, well, I guess you know what my dick looks like now. So, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. But, so, if, I mean, she liked the first one. Nothing wrong with the second one. Here's the thing, though. I, To a certain extent, I could understand if she cheated on her boyfriend with some random dude in the heat of passion. I could see him maybe getting over that. His own fucking brother. like, And then, so it's not like, you know, you're not going to see each other every fucking Thanksgiving and Christmas and shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's a pile of awkward. what people don't talk about. When was uh, this written? Uh, like, so the interesting thing about, the, I believe it was like 2004 is when it was written. They wanted to try to put out a trade paperback at that point in time. There was so much um, upset, uh, like, press about this book in general that they didn't end up uh, publishing it until they 2000. Second printing. Oh, did get a second printing, but the first printing wasn't until two thousand. Was for the other brother. Oh, is that what it was? Yes, it was. They felt bad for him. Yeah, they felt so. Anyway, but yeah, I think if I remember correctly, according to the Wikipedia article I read earlier today, that's that's about the timeline. So okay, so then this wasn't. So here's my issue with this too. Mm -hmm. She gets accosted by these little shitheads, Mm -hmm. and she tells uh, Richie what's going on, Mm -hmm. and he comforts her, and then they end up having sex. Now, I have been comforted by plenty of men in my life when things go wrong. Me too. Uh, I don't sleep with every single one of them. Why is this a thing? Oh, I do. Why is it? Well, Adam, then maybe you can answer this. Why is this? I feel like this is so cliche. And you see this in so many books and movies and television shows and everything. That as soon as something traumatic happens and you have somebody who is comforting them, all of a sudden they like fall into bed. And I want to be like, okay, what? And then they started, they like made out. I think they had sex and then they started fighting after and then they started and I was like no this is not this is romance novel BS that doesn't actually happen in real life like and then the other piece was when May went back to talk to Mary and they came up with this whole I mean the only other word I can use for is cockamamie story like (laughs) the the kid to Mary where they named how many times may and richie had sex like 48 or something like that yeah it was oh yeah, i yeah. don't remember it was 40 something yeah but what yeah first off who the fuck is counting i mean i've I never counted any women in my life that have ever been like i we had sex this many times. i i don't i don't understand like i don't i i've kept track of it when it was an incredibly low number well that makes sense you know what it's I mean? It's very easy, and it's a one on a one hand kind of thing. I mean, I can count to so a thousand. I'm not hand, getting any, work. and this is why. Yeah, but when you're having hand, sex that often, why are you counting? How do you keep? Counting? Well, but in her <laughs> diary. But she wasn't. She wasn't writing in her diary until after she got pregnant and ran away. She's got so you she, there, Todd. So she wasn't. <laughs> did she keep? Uh, did she hold on to the condom wrappers? No, because. He got her pregnant, dude. She wasn't using condoms at that point in time. 
I'm just trying to go, all right, so I want to break into this because I'm looking. You're, you're trying to look for a redeeming factor in a thing that has no it's redeeming not, value. No, 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 let, <laughs> let's bury them. So when this was published, I'm just writing this here, is editor-in-chief was Axel Alonso and chief creative officer of Marvel was Joe Caseta. Uh-huh. So these are the two guys at top of Marvel at this time. And as I'm going through this here, the art direction of this book is by Joe Caseta. Mm-hmm. And the editor of this book was Axel Alonso. So the two top dogs in Marvel were knee-deep in this book and signed yeah. off on every point. This yeah. seems more like an Ike Perlmutter thing. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So, and what's also hilarious is I'm going through this. If you notice, like, on the covers of the book, they took photos the of photos people. creeped me oh, out what they the felt so weird like oh i hate but they list who did the hair and who provided the bikini talk. that was almost my drinking game was finish credit. your drink every time you see a real person's picture by the way so, there's only there's yes. one other thing i did like about this there's only that it ended thing. well <laughs> but okay so two uh there was one the for the thing that i did like at the very beginning was as they were driving to the Hamptons that you saw the billboards and it felt very much like the intro of a movie, right? Mm-hmm. It felt kind of like Greece at the beginning of where you see mm-hmm. like as they're getting ready, who they are. And as they're driving mm-hmm. by the billboard show, who the writer is and who all the cast is. Yeah. And everything. Right. That part I did like. And then once we got to the Hamptons, I was like, well, fuck this book. <laughs> yeah. No, but right again. So you look at this book. The editor-in-chief and the chief creative officer of Marvel had their hands in every step of this process and went, this sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Um, With their star writer. So the best writer they had on staff is what put this book out. It's like, dude, we're going to kick off the romance book. How does this sound like a bunch of bros going, we got this. We know what women want. We know what women want. We got this. It was very much like Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not yes. even just what it's not. We know what women want. It's that we know romance. Yeah, yes. which obviously we know very much so. Like I said, there's nothing yeah. zero romantic anything. Yeah. Because you have to have characters that are at least interesting enough for people to fall in love and have romance with each other. Well, I think which, what I told Lena the moment It's we not even a it. bodice ripper. No. no, it was more like, hey, I was hoping for more, you know, maybe dirty dancing and less the scarlet letter. Yeah. yeah. So. Right. Sure. Um, there's one other thing that bothered me that I wanted to bring up. And that I'm it exists. On. Yeah, well, there's that, too. He what, owns a copy? Uh, yeah, I do. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I oh, Shit, I had it. Oh, well, I don't know. It'll come back to me, maybe. Maybe it won't. Obviously, it wasn't that important. Uh, so, Lena, what is your grade for this book? I haven't Ep. talked about it yet. Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, Adam! <laughs> what? Adam? Sorry, you tell Adam. me how this made you feel. Where did it get you in the <laughs> unders? Well, so, like, here's the thing is, and you, you've all made my points, so I don't really have, like, a lot to add, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, going into this, it kind of sounded like, oh, hey, this could be, like, a fun little, uh, you know, like, dirty dancing type thing. Hey, we're going yeah. to the Hamptons, we're doing this. And honestly, as much as it's a shitty movie, I would much rather watch the Hamptons portrayed in white chicks than I did in this in this piece of shit. Uh, but it just it kept getting worse and worse. And, and like, what was brought up before was there was times, like, I had to go back and, like, reread four or five pages because I didn't know who was who. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least some books we've read that had bad stories had some redeeming factors. Like, hey, hey, the art's kind of cool. Like, I can at least be like, hey, this is... Like, you know, we, none of us really were that fond of Strange Fruit, but hey, it was beautiful. There's a lot of good there as far as the, the visual aesthetic goes. That wasn't there. And I got to the end of it, and I was just, I'll put it this way. As a film critic, there are certain times I see a movie that's so bad that I leave the theater angry. Two in particular I can think of is Suicide Squad and Mother. And everyone here knows my thoughts on Mother. <laughs> you love put, Mother. 
Well, I love my own mother, who the, the sweet woman who's a saint turns 69 tomorrow. Uh, this was one of the few books I've read where I was pissed off. Like, I actually had to go away. Like, I looked at Clark. He's like, how's the book? I'm like, I need a moment. Let me just, let me, I, I, let me escape for a second because I can't talk about it because it's like, it was like having a bad day at work. Like, you, you put yourself through that. You knew you had to because we're doing this podcast and we have to talk about it. And you're like, okay, I just subjected myself to this. And it's not a long read. It's a short read. It feels like it's a long read because nothing, like everything that happens is fucking bullshit and it just pisses you off. And like, that's why I immediately text everyone. Did you read it? Did you read it? it?" I'm like, I have thoughts and I want to like, at least discuss slightly before we get on the show, because there's so much, it's everything. There's nothing redeeming about this. Like I can't root for anyone. I I can, I can handle antiheroes. We did a month of that. I can handle villains. We did a month of that. I can even handle people you don't like, but you know what? Well, let's see where they go. No, there's no one redeeming here. Maybe one person. And maybe the only person you could root for is the, the bitch who's married to the guy who like wants to have sex. That's like it. There's nothing else. And I was so, oh my God, what pissed me off. I was so hoping for the fact that the moment they went skinny dipping in the pond, like, oh my God, flames about my feet. I'm like, please make this a monster story. Please make this a monster story. <laughs> I would have been naked lady here. <laughs> I would have been just 100% like if Jason or some monster hopped out of the, the <laughs> pond and like <laughs> ate them. And then it became this twisted, like, Camp Crystal Lake kind of thing. Oh, I would have been in. In fact, they should like remake this. Of, it would have been like the first season of Riverdale. Yeah. Like, let's do something fun. Like, that would have been cool. But, like, hey, we had this idea. We're going to the Hamptons. We're going to get laid. We're going to be bad Christians. And then there's a monster. And then all, like, it eats all the Hamptons people who are assholes. Like, oh, I would have been down. Like, I would have, like, let's, I'm going to take Buy money. I'm going to case of condoms and I'm going to use them all. To fight the bad guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, I told you that story, right? When I was at, uh, I went to the store with my buddy Joey a long ass time ago when we first moved to Utah, and we went to a, uh, we went to a store and we were like, hey, you know, we need condoms and some mm-hmm. lube. So like, hey, let's go ahead and we'll buy the big box of condoms because you know we can split it, be like five bucks a piece for twenty, which I wasn't going to use, but he would probably use them. And so we're going up to check out and we got the huge box of condoms and like two bottles of lube. And the lady checking us out and she's like, and this is actually New Year's Eve, by the way. She's like, you guys getting late tonight? <laughs> and without missing a beat, my buddy's like, nope, we just like condoms. So, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but th- that would have been, I was so hoping for that. And the moment it didn't happen, I was like, well, I'm going to be disappointed now. But no, there's mm-hmm. there's nothing good about this book. The only good thing is that it ends. And I, it's kind of like I want to go back and I want to go to Mark Miller and be like, Dude, fucker, you owe me. I, I make this much money an hour. Here's yeah. how much time I spent reading this book. You owe me double for like pain and suffering. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So, first off, on your condom story, one of my favorite things to do when I was uh, working in Utah is yes. uh, for microphones, we typically will actually use unlubricated condoms to cover the battery pack on them and the transmitter pack so that when actors sweat, it doesn't ruin the electronics of it. So my favorite thing to do was to find the intern fresh off the farm from Utah or Idaho, the super Mormon innocent Oh, I did this with you. It was and send them to the store to buy a case of unlubricated condoms. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fucking asshole. See, and here's how you feel. And here's the fun part of that. I need to make sure you can hear me nice and clear. You're a fucking asshole. But the best part about this is the fact that. traumatized so many Kilo Mormon kids. Because yeah, you're such a fucking asshole. 
<laughs> so it was good for more them. condoms then than they will for the rest of their life. Probably true. Yeah. But see, the best part of that too is like 99% of the condoms you buy in a store are lubricated. So that ensured they had yeah. to go find someone who worked there and be like, and ask, I need the unlubricated kind. But, they, but it was like, this like was like, dry. it was like, uh, I'm, I'm looking for the unlubricated condoms. Yeah. I'm sorry, can you speak up? I'm looking for the unlubricated condoms. Can you speak up? And it was like the scene from Golden Girls. Condoms! Condoms, Rose! Condoms, condoms, condoms! So, yes. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, At no less, we sent them to the Dick's Market Pharmacy. That's right. And they had to pay for it with a Utah State card, which was also awesome because it was... Uh, so the state of Utah bought condoms for me multiple times. Uh, for yes. Unfortunately. Yes. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to point out that bugged me was the weird pseudo pretty woman scene where they're going... They've gotten their paycheck and they're pretending like oh they can God. afford all this shit. And I was like, for a second, I was like, how much do these people fucking make? And then I finally realized, oh, they're they're just being assholes and pretending like they can Mm -hmm. afford shit, you know? Although, the one thing I did like, another point I liked, was when they're, like, driving the car, test driving it, and the guy's like, dude, the the guy from the dealership is like, I know you can't fucking afford this. You work over there, you make 10 cents an hour. Well, then why the fuck did you let us do this? It's like, more fun being here than the office. Yeah. Yeah. That guy is a more interesting character than almost anybody else. Right? That's my kind of sales rep. That did bump my grade up a little bit, but then when I learned about the whole Ben Parker thing, like, no, I just dropped yeah. more. So that yeah. that, that well, just canceled and here's it. The thing. I did. Had you had you put a little bit more time on the couple that ran the fucking place? Yeah, I may have been a little bit more interested as well because now you've got these all these kids running around being bad and going against rules and everything. And you could tell the wife wants to get frisky because she's like always making comments when he picks up the the bikini mm-hmm. top or bra or whatever. And then, uh, you know, after he's, like, watching the kids be stupid, and she's like, if you paid more attention to me, it actually... So, like, if he spent more time with them, not a ton, but just a little bit, where you saw a progression in their relationship and them getting friskier, that actually would have made me like this book a little bit yeah. more. They, they should have yeah. gone back in time. Nardiers. Yes. They should have gone back in time and looked up yeah. Kenny Delarte and gone with yeah. that. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, Okay. My wife will be impressed. I reference Lena's because <laughs> yes, master. Anyway, so if we're going to grades, Lena, you're going first. So I yes. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, F. Don't read this. It's terrible. <laughs> it is a book out of time when it was written in this century. So just don't even don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. It's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, Mr. Adam. I would rather read Boba Bo again. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I would rather read a double header of Boba Bo and Deadpool Max. Oof. Oh! So, yeah, so F. Like, this This is now my new, my new low point. Because at least with them, you could see it was trying to be whimsical and trying to be stupid and funny. And again, with Boba Bo, we did understand the fact that we kind of came in probably at a midpoint, not where it was supposed to They're be. like, yeah. volume 7. Even no, though it's, it's like volume 64 one here. is what it was. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> so I can, in a small infinitesimal way, forgive that because we came in at a point where like, what the fuck's going on? Because technically speaking, we didn't start at the beginning. Yeah. There is nothing redeeming about this book. Like I, I tried, I thought for a long time, and I, I was going to go with a D minus. I really How was. How was the colorist? Nothing, <laughs> no. No, I was going to go. The letterer? The letterer can go fuck himself. I, I told Lena, I want to find the people involved with this book and punch them in the balls. <laughs> that was <laughs> the exact it. thing I said. <laughs> so 
No, there's there's nothing redeeming about this book. There's nothing good. And actually, yes, I was going to go with a D minus until you brought up the whole Peter Parker thing. And then I was like, oh fuck this book. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. This is beyond stupid. This is a word I will not use because it's offensive, but I was thinking that word. So yep. nope, nope. Yep. This book is this book, uh, I've already actually I'm gonna right now, as we record this, I am going to hit unborrow. So <laughs> Borrow. Okay, well, while he's doing that, Mr. Todd, what's your grade? Dude, I'm giving it a double D. Okay. That's right. I mean, it, it missed everywhere, but it told a full story. It had a beginning, <laughs> it had a middle, and it had an It end. had a plot, it just had really shitty characters that you didn't care about to follow the plot. Well, right. they, I mean, were, they were they all They assholes. were interesting. They were boring. Sure, they sure. were all the same. They were uh-huh. carbon copies of everything, like, of each other, so it's just, okay. But it told a full story. You may I mean, have hated that story, but it was <laughs> there. <laughs> it, it did. See? Okay. okay. Yes, I'll I can agree with, with you on that. It did tell a story. It told <laughs> a story that had a beginning and a denouement. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a D minus mainly. I don't really know why, to be honest with you. I don't feel like giving it a full F. I didn't quite hate it as much as Boba Bo or Deadpool Max, like, but I also much like Deadpool Max, you are wrong again. So probably, probably. No, 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 no. no. Let's, so let's I, go back to this D I, minus versus the F. Okay. And the reason is, and I'm standing by my D. It's everyone thought they were hitting it out of the park, and they swung and they missed. But it's a complete product. Yeah. Like, and, and I, I, if it's is this worse than an incomplete product? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. I just can't put my finger on exactly what I find redeemable in it. There are slight moments. I can't say one thing in general was good. I All right. Some, Here's where I got like most annoyed. Art. Okay. Where I was most annoyed is when they used Mary Jane's tiger reference. Oh, yeah. Fuck that noise. That is where I was most annoyed. Like, Mary Jane says tiger, not That's at true. me. And yeah. see, what the hell are you doing? And again, if I wouldn't have known, if I, if, if honestly, in all this conversation, we hadn't brought up the whole Peter Parker thing, I would have given a D minus for the old lady who runs the place and for the, the car dealership dude. Yeah. So, 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 this is the backstory for Spider-Man. Could be. They, they, they've not put it into canon. They, they, Why not? How is this they, not canon? It's a Marvel book. Yeah. They backed the fuck away from it is what I think they did. Yeah, yeah. the thing is because it had it got such bad reviews that they were like, oh, we're just gonna... But everyone on yeah. top put their effort into this. The hope was it was go- I think their plan was this was going to be canon. This is going to yeah. be right. Peter Parker's backstory. But I don't agree that it was a complete story because you don't really understand how the hell May and what the hell and Ben get together. Yeah. And you don't okay. really understand. And with the way that they told us story i'm asking i'm questioning why the fuck would he marry her because because guys are stupid on him a lot with thank you (laughs) i mean we all do dumb shit guys are stupid yeah guys are stupid gay straight trans bi doesn't matter we're stupid Stupid. people's like (laughs) when the guy goes hey dude what are you thinking about and when he says nothing that's true not kidding your brain can be as empty as a coconut as a dude. I know women don't believe it, but it's totally And they're like, no, 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 I'm thinking about I've 20 things. I've heard this from so many men, and yeah. I've even asked Sasquatch, like, he'll be laying in bed, and I'm like, what you think? And he's like, nothing. Nothing. And I'm like, you know. I don't I'm believe you. like, really? But I'm like, yeah. no, I'm okay. We don't need to get into this conversation. No, like, <laughs> it is literally, like, it's, uh, if it was a more hippy-dippy thing, it's like meditation. Like, you literally are clearing your mind. That's why I think that, like, you know, Buddha could really get there. Buddha was just the ultimate dude. 
dude. Like he could just yeah. clear his mind completely. Like that's what it was. And dude had a fit. Buddha yeah. was so lazy. Flowers sprung forth from his navel, which means he was such a lump on a log. His belly button got moldy. Dude, the ultimate in historical dad bod, right? Literally has yes. nothing in his head. Sits all day. Like I mean, at least Jesus is doing like a come at me bro pose. Buddha just chilling. Right, come you know? at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> on his side and the girl's like he's thinking about other girls and he's thinking about if deaf people see a man yawn do they think he's screaming <laughs> that is literally the like everyone like oh it's a funny sure. no yeah, that's right it's like accurate. oh i need to get the oil changed in my car tomorrow but yeah. i mean they have shown the brain patterns and males shut down when they sleep like 200 percent more so than women do when women sleep like their brains are still like all lit up and when men sleep it's like in like low low state battery state and that's where the challenge is as i'm falling asleep my dear wife starts asking me 50 questions and i'm like fuck i don't know i'm sleeping i'm not ready for this conversation (laughs) thank god everything is shutting down Oh, Todd, I have a version of the meme for you. Because it's yes. a bad joke. So I know. Okay, she, I'm ready. He's probably thinking about other girls. Him. It's been 30 years, but my kidneys haven't grown into adult knees. Oh, my God. Hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Variation on the theme. Okay, go ahead. I was going through this forest, and I was with this tour guide, and the tour guide says, you see all those out there? That, those things, what are they? Did you know those were all planted by the army? It's like, why? He's like, oh, well, they're all infant trees. I hate you. One more, one more. Where does the general put his armies? In, in his ladies? Yeah. Yes. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't normally go out on a joke that terrible, but this seems to be the book that to be able to just do, do that. So it's uh, better than the book. I know. So well. next, week, next week we're reading Strangers in Paradise by Terry Moore. This I read better this. Better be better. I can't guarantee that it is. I How know can it be worse? It's what considered. Would be, wait, 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 wait. What yeah. would be worse? What would Ooh, be it's worse? It's short as fuck. Yeah, it is. It's sort of considered like an indie comic classic, to my understanding. It's been a while. Doesn't since mean I've it's read good. It. it doesn't no, mean it's good. If it, to make it worse, honestly, would be yes. just would be worse. like more blatant slut shaming and yeah. misogynistic towards yeah. women and it's just like well i'm a dude so obviously she wants me yeah i read a different terry moore about this yeah. book <laughs> yeah there's a different terry moore book i read that made me feel a little bit icky so i'm hoping this one's better well i mean the cover uh, which one was that the black eye uh, so echo have you ever read, I echo? read echo oh god it's just like i read rachel rising which was interesting yeah it's like supposed to be this echo supposed to be like this female superhero but like it's a little too male gazy in the design it's just i don't know it is what it is anyway yeah, well, maya has a copy again strangers in paradise the cover is a woman with a black eye so we'll see how that goes oh interesting Great. Also, to make up for this, the last two books of the month are both like 300 pages long. So the be- the beginning ones are short, and hopefully the ones that are long are good. So. Well, and, and and the longer ones, though, I also think are manga. So those typically. Uh, and yes, if you're on digital, blue flag is read in the traditional manga style, where it's uh, yes. right to left. So yes. Uh, anyway, cool. That'll do it for this week. Bad. We will save Lena from any more torture in discussing this book. No, uh, that's the point. <laughs> 
Thank you all for joining us. Love you too, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I took the mic to make sure we can hear that. No, you you know you're like when you're down, your enemies don't care about you. Your friends kick you and pee on you. That's true. I don't know when I'm when I'm down. I'm having a good time. So yeah. There we go. So thanks for all joining us, and we will see you all later. Bye. Bye. Almost started as a round. It was kind of like bye, da, da. like it was like. I like that my iMac just uh, MacBook just told me, "Are you listening to music?" <laughs> 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 audio, audio settings. No, bitch. Yeah.